Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out. Yes, you can change your life. Now as a best-selling author in mental and spiritual healing, I am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave. Welcome to the Moon Magic Podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, Katie Romagnolo, and today I couldn't be more excited. I have the most special treat for all of you listeners out there today. Tracy Rampling Brown is with us, who is a lunar business strategist, CEO of the indie publishing house Gemini Moon Press, and co founder of the Women Writing Intentionally Collective. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, Katie, I can't even tell you how much I have been looking forward to us having this opportunity to chat. Yeah, honestly, we've been connecting in the background for a while, and I just love so much what you are all about, what you are bringing into the world, your projects that you're working on right now. I'm going to try and contain myself because we're going to chat a little bit about your newest book that is happening. And I first want to really get uh, the listeners a glimpse into your world about how much magic you actually offer in what you do. So how did you get into the moon and all of the astrology wonderful pieces here? Oh my goodness, you have literally just got chills running down my body. (laughs) Um, So I actually, I was looking back through some journal entries I found from 20 years ago, and I've actually been following the moon cycles for quite a long time, but it was never a huge conscious part of my journey until really the last two years. And like so many people, you know, I was into it in my early 20s before I had kids and really interested in exploring the esoteric. But when I had my kids, which is, you know, um, more than 15 years ago now, the world was really different and it wasn't safe to be seen. It wasn't actually socially acceptable to be doing things that were outside of traditional corporate business roles. It wasn't, you didn't tell anybody that you were into witchy things or paganism or woo. You only shared that with the people who it was safe to tell the people who were also in those circles. And so when I had my children, there was a lot of emphasis, subtle, unspoken emphasis to put away childish things and become a responsible mother. And of course, I didn't have any time for myself, as many of us don't when we have small children. And so I it 
fell by the wayside. And so when the pandemic happened a couple of years ago now, my children were um, entering high school. I have more time for myself. And I really had this opportunity to have like a spiritual reawakening. And I reconnected with the moon. I mean, I've always looked out the window and looked at her and, you know, leaned into that feeling of which phase it's in but I really started to explore more about that relationship of um, I'd been working in coaching teaching women how to manifest and as part of my five pillars of manifestation I was focusing on you know vision intention commitment forgiveness and gratitude uh, when I discovered moonology specifically through Yasmin Boland, who wrote the whole book about it, I discovered that all of the things I was doing with my clients really aligned to the phases of the moon with that vision and intention setting at the new moon, the forgiveness and releasing at the full moon, and then anchoring in the gratitude and creating space to welcome in the things that we want through that waning cycle. And it was like the puzzle pieces finally fit together. And it was, because it was what I was already doing with my clients, it really made it so easy to shift into doing those same things, but aligning it with that monthly cycle of, you know, setting the intentions regularly, like every month, every new moon, what is it that we want to bring in? Are we still focusing on things that we had been doing already, like that may not have manifested yet? Because let's face it, not everything manifests in 14 to 28 days. There are cycles within cycles, but also what's working and what isn't, what do we need to let go of? And that regular cycle of releasing every full moon really started to help things shift, both for myself and for my clients. And so an opportunity came up to certify as a moonologer through Yasmin's program. And I knew it was one of those synchronistic moments where I was like, oh my God, this is for me. Now that came hot on the heels of me actually winning like a once in a lifetime opportunity to have a personal reading with Yasmin one-on-one. And that actually was part of the catalyst for me shifting my whole coaching practice and starting to incorporate the moon more because as she was looking at my chart she was like yes coaching is amazing for you you really need to start talking about how manifestation is really part of your story and you know tell people about you know like winning this reading I'd also manifested a couple of oracle decks and things that I really wanted and So when this certification came up, I was like, yes, this is the sign I've been waiting for. And doing that certification changed so much for me. It opened things up because it made so much sense starting to bring in those elements about the astrological houses, like the new moon in Scorpio, which we're having today, which is also the new moon eclipse explaining to people how that was influencing or how they could harness that energy for manifestation, how it may trigger certain parts of their lives and their businesses. And what I found was doing these monology readings and going through birth charts with people and really explaining to them how the different signs influence different parts of their lives and personalities. What started happening was I was working with entrepreneurs most of the people that were coming in were entrepreneurs um some of them weren't and in fact two of my clients 
has messaged me and been like, oh my goodness, you know how we talked about, I wanted to get a new job. I've managed to manifest this amazing job because I've been doing my new moon and full moon intention setting and forgiveness for six months now. And it's finally come up. And, but working with so many entrepreneurs, everyone's questions that they were asking were things like, when should I launch my course? Or when should I, you know, be looking at booking podcast interviews or when should I be um, doing different things in my business and looking at the astrological houses from that perspective of how can you focus certain parts of your business rather than just life in general. But I mean, as women, those things are all heavily interlinked anyway. And it really led me into the lunar business strategy side of things. So that was really fun. And then that ended up evolving into um, an opportunity for me to uh, share my story in a collaborative book last year in October 2021, talking about my moon journey. And as a result of doing that, it really unlocked an opportunity to then step into publishing myself and start leading book projects of my own about things that I was really passionate about. And so I ended up founding my publishing company, Gemini Moon Press. And that started in May. It was actually launched on the new moon in Gemini this year in 2022. And it, the first book that I launched naturally was about the moon. So today is super exciting, like we were talking about, really exciting because the first book that we are producing, Lunar Wisdom, actually releases today for the new moon in Scorpio. And that is really super exciting. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. This is incredible. And I've had so many goosebumps on everything that you're saying. There's so much to unpack here just in terms of, oh my goodness, signs and the synchronicities and allowing for the natural progression. So like huge, huge congratulations on all that you've accomplished in like the last year alone, right? Yeah, it has been like a whirlwind. And I think that's one of the things with the moon is when you do finally allow yourself to step into that ease and flow, everything just it opens up. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree. And I love how you mentioned the cycles within cycles, because we were chatting about that off air as well, how it's kind of like life, especially as for women, we really connect with this moon energy so much more so than the masculine, even though I believe, you know, men absolutely can benefit too from working with the cycles, but we kind of feel it in a different innate way. It's a knowing that's just within us. And chatting about how life is like this huge lunar cycle when we really break down the major components to how we walk through life. And I'd love for you to touch on for our listeners a little bit more about today in the fact that we are sitting in this beautiful new energy of new moon. And I rather love Scorpio. I know it kind of has a little bit of like, eh, sometimes people are like, I don't know, do I really want to trust a Scorpio? But I love the energy that it comes in with today. So how do you feel that using today as your launch and allowing for this beautiful publication to be birthed into the world today really supports what you're here to do? Yes. So I feel like Scorpio does get a bit of a bad rap because people really focus on the fact that because it's a water sign, it's known for its passionate intensity and that it can sometimes be 
perceived as being a little bit too intense or too much. But the truth is that Scorpio energy is, it is very passionate, but it's, you know, Scorpio is the investigator of the Zodiac. It loves to get down into the nitty gritty and get all of the answers. It's very much about transformation and being able to shift and change and be flexible like that. And yeah, sure, it does have a bit of a sting in its tail. If you cross a Scorpio or, you know, do the wrong thing, you you might regret it. But the energy of it really is leaning into that opportunity for transformation and shifting and changing and navigating through it from that place of emotion, right? From that emotional water energy of being able to really follow what you're passionate about. And it doesn't matter which area of your life or business it triggers for you. Like that is how you're going to navigate that area. And so the new moon in Scorpio today traditionally according to the astrological houses governs the eighth house which is all about the birth death rebirth paradigm it's about transformation it's about taboo and sex but it's also about joint finances and money and it is an opportunity with the new moon being able to set our intentions and decide what it is that we want to put out into the world it's that opportunity for everybody to access this energy and ask themselves how do I want to transform my personal, like my joint finances? Because joint finances govern not just money that you have control over, it's money that is involved with other people. So let's say you were launching a program. The You can set revenue targets and that's fine. That's really second house money because you're saying, I want to bring in this amount of money. But the eighth house is talking about to actually bring in that revenue, you've got to attract those clients. And those clients have to decide that they're going to invest in you. So how are you going to provide that vehicle for transformation? How are you going to make it so that they're like, oh my God, yes, this is for me, right? Yeah. How are you going to attract that? Same kind of thing, obviously, in the areas of sex. Like, how can I spice up my sex life? Where does that need to be transformed? Like, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're not in a relationship. It's also, again, about what other change are you facing in your life and how are you navigating that? Mm -hmm. like, do you need to transform? Do you need to be open to asking questions and diving really deep? you know, using that investigator energy to help you see like where are the pits and the troughs, like where are the where are the challenges or the opportunities and how yeah. to navigate that. And of course today, not only is it a new moon, which gives us the opportunity to set those intentions, but it's the beginning of the eclipse portal, right? So today is a new moon eclipse and that eclipse energy is very much like cosmic fertilizer. It amplifies so some people believe that you actually shouldn't set intentions when there's an eclipse because it can be unpredictable. But if you think about it more as being able to be really intentional, like really think about the consequences of what you're asking for, rather than just being like, oh, I want to do something and being really flippant and offhand about it. It's that reminder to be careful what you wish for, because it might come in a different way than you expect it to, because it is a little bit unpredictable, but it amplifies it in a way that you might get more than you asked for. Mm -hmm. You might actually be able to dive really deep with 
what it is that you want to do. And so choosing this date to launch our book, just like when I was looking at the calendar, because I decided to launch this when I launched the publishing house. So I announced it back on the new moon in Gemini. And I was like, when am I going to launch this book? Like what date is going to be perfect? And the new moon in Scorpio just stood out to me like 25th of October. We are moving back into that autumn energy, like getting ready to step back into winter. Um, so it's very much about releasing and shedding in terms of the overall, like the cycles within cycles, right? We're moving through autumn, we're releasing, we're getting ready to do the inner work, but it's about shedding our fears shedding our fear of being visible shared you know for the authors particularly like that the things that have been holding them back letting go of that and really allowing themselves to shine and be focused mm -hmm. it was about leaning into that new moon energy that allows them to transform from who they were into who they want to be and really step up and into their authority as authors yeah. um, rather than just practitioners Mm. Um, it was for me personally the 10th house is actually where Scorpio falls in on my chart which is about career and legacy and impact and what I want to build I was like okay well that you know that's super aligned for me in terms of putting a book out into the world and leaving that legacy and creating that impact for the readers who are going to purchase the book creating that impact for the authors who've said yes to coming along on this journey with me and then also with Gemini um Scorpio ends up falling in I want to say the fifth house which is creativity and so really releasing at the results of our creative endeavors and our purpose and our mission it just felt like everything aligned. It didn't matter whether I was talking about the business, the book, the authors or whatever. It was just all about creativity, creating opportunities for income and money through obviously through book sales and royalties to impact. And I couldn't think of a better date. Yeah. And I was like, yes, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. green in Scorpio, let's do it. You know, putting, setting our intentions out into the world. Yeah. Oh goodness. I love how all of the pieces align. Like when you really start looking into the details, I call them the gray zone, like everything that's beyond what people know to be mainstream about moon energy and how all of the little components can really align for this incredibly powerful punch. And I'm so glad that you mentioned about the eclipse energy, because I fully agree with everything that you said there. And the really big thing that stands out for me today in terms of where we are with this pairing of Scorpio and our new moon is to keep it really simple and short, like the power of your intention today is tenfold, right? So really focusing into how much looking into those details are happening for you energetically. They're calling forward for you for a reason. And this, okay, this incredible book that you have, I know we've got a, a subtitle here. I'm looking at this beautiful cover, first of all. Oh my goodness, listeners, you're going to go out and check out the link that I have in our show notes here for the book itself, because the title, the cover could not be more perfect. It's Lunar Wisdom, Reconnecting with the Divine Feminine Through Rituals, Spells, Magic, and the Phases of the Moon. Tell us more about the content that our listeners will find within here. 
Yeah, so my vision for this book was really to give an opportunity for readers to see multiple stories from multiple women about how they work with the moon because so many of the books that are on the market at the moment are written by one person and so you see one person's journey one person's methodology one person's pathway and especially for new practitioners people who are just curious about the journey and just starting out you can feel very locked into, well, this is the only way that I can do it. This must be the one path because this is what the book says. And so when you're trying to combine things or you read a different book that maybe has a different viewpoint or a different perspective or a different methodology, trying to work out how to marry those two things together can seem really confusing and overwhelming because you're like, but the other book says this and I don't know how, like, how can I do this? And one of the things I discovered, particularly back in 2021, last year, I ran a series of clubhouse rooms over the summer for the different moon phases. So each week we would meet on the, when the moon phase changed and we would focus. So new moon was about intention setting and vision. The first quarter moon was about um, inspired action and commitment. Then we had the full moon release and surrender. And then we had the third quarter moon, which was decluttering, making space and gratitude. And every week, the women who came weren't necessarily coming from an astrological background, right? Lots of women came working with the moon in lots of different ways, from intuitive wisdom to shamanic backgrounds to human design. And every week, the women would come and they would share their stories about what was coming up for them through that phase. And every person in that room learned something and was inspired by somebody else's story. And it didn't matter if you'd been doing it for years. It didn't matter if you were new. Everybody had something to offer every other woman. So new people came in with a fresh perspective. And so people who'd been working with it for years were saying, oh, my goodness, I hadn't ever thought about doing it like that. And what I really wanted for this book about lunar wisdom was to really recreate that in an intentional way and show that there is no one path to working with the moon. Every path is perfectly valid compared to any other path because it is our journey. It is your journey. It is my journey. It is every single listener's journey that is purely personal to them and whatever you incorporate into it, however you work with the moon is exactly right for you. And by bringing all of these authors together to share their personal stories about how they work with the moon or what inspires them or what methodologies that they use, I wanted to be able to show that there are so many different ways that you can be inspired and you can pick and choose what resonates for you from somebody else's journey and use that to help craft your own journey because something that inspires or resonates for you, you can incorporate that if you want, but your journey is still going to be perfectly aligned and individual to you and it won't look like anybody else's journey. But more than that, I wanted it to be not just our personal testimonies. I wanted to give the readers an opportunity to then say, oh, I love how she runs moon circles or I love how she incorporates the triple goddess or I love how she brings in this intuitive moon wisdom. How do I do that? 
How do I work with crystals? How do I work with oracle cards, with the moon phases? So the second part of the book really is very much about the ritual spells and magic, the practical ways that the readers can implement this so that they can take that knowledge and actually implement it themselves whenever they want. Like you buy the book today, it's the new moon, you pick something in there that somebody has inspired you about the new moon and you can go and do that right now. If you wanted something from the first quarter moon, if you wanted something from the full moon, you can go and you can refer back to the book. But even more than that, I wanted it to be things that each of the authors were not just contributing, but being able to be inspired and learn from all of the other authors. I wanted it to be the book on our shelves that we wished we had. Mm, Yes. Oh my goodness. I love this so much in so many ways. And so appreciate the intention of it being multiple ways of connecting. And I I just love that so much because I have found too that in my journey where there's certain things I really resonated with and then others I felt were contradictory to what made sense for me and, you know, having variety and adversity in how we learn and grow from each other is so powerful. And I really congratulate you on your vision for this, on it coming to life today on this whole new phase for you and all of your success and your authors. And, you know, we're just really amplifying that through intention right now for you that this book, I'm not going to be surprised in about five minutes from now, if you message me excited about your number one bestseller status, if it hasn't already (laughs) happened in this moment. So if you're listening right now, go ahead, check out the notes and grab lunar wisdom for yourself. It's available on Amazon and uh, the cover is going to just kind of give you so many goosebumps and blow you out of the water as it is. I would love for you before we go to share with us, is there anything that comes to mind for somebody who might be listening that is just starting their journey, a little bit curious about moon energy, not quite sure how it's for them. And, you know, seeing how there's lots of different ways to get information aside from the book that they're going to pick up. What is a maybe simple step in this new moon energy that they can do today? Yes. Okay. So I love this question because For me, the thing that anybody who is just starting their moon journey that I think is really the most important thing to remember is to listen to your intuition, to listen to where you're feeling pulled to focus your energy, because it doesn't matter what astrological sign it's in. It doesn't matter any of those other things. You should always trust the messages that you're receiving from within, because time and time again, what I see is that people are actually instinctively doing the things that are actually aligned with those signs, even though they don't know it yet. So really listening, doing doing some journaling is one of the easiest, best ways to tune into the moon. What's happening for me right now? What am I feeling start to track those things right down in the journal like what moon phase is it is it waxing moon is it first quarter moon is it full moon and those things are really easy to google you can get moon phase apps on your phone you can just type in what the moon phase is into google and you can work that out um because that for a start even just focusing on those first four moon phases the full moon the new moon the quarter moons etc actually gives you so much and when I first started journaling against those and looking at when conflicts were coming up for me it always happened to be around the first quarter moon Mm. and that really helped because then when 
people when you know like suddenly a conflict came up either with my husband or with a friend or with my kids or something and I was like why is this happening and then I was like oh look it's the first quarter moon yes it's the clashes and challenges that come up and it really helped me to start breathing through it right realizing it wasn't necessarily these things happening to me that they were then opportunities for me to unpack and unravel and explore why am I getting triggered by this or why am I feeling this way or what else is coming up for me? Um, am I up for limiting myself because I've got something really good is happening and, you know, that opportunity to either recommit to, yes, this is what I want, even if there are obstacles or actually maybe it isn't aligned for me and I need to learn to let go a little bit more so if you're just starting out your moon practices I would highly recommend grabbing a journal or your iPad or whatever it is that you want to use depends on how you do it I'm a fan of paper and pen just start journaling keeping track which moon phase it is how you're feeling and start paying attention to those divine signs the synchronicities the conflicts the emotions and see how they start tracking against the moon phases. Mm, What a beautiful tip. Thank you so much. And I know looking at things as a whole, like everyone, if you start doing this today, you watch in a couple of months from now, when you see how much things are connected, it's almost like being able to tell your own future. You really can, you know, step forward and realize, okay, this is coming. That is going. I see where I need to say yes, where I'm saying no. And it just becomes this beautiful thing you do for yourselves. So thank you so much again for being here today, for bringing this beautiful book into the world. It is so needed and congratulations authors on all of your success so far and so much more to come. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And I just want to say to your listeners, if you do want to support our book, um, touching on what Katie said about helping us to get to bestseller status, if we haven't already, because, you know, you never know, but we are actually offering for our launch week. So from today until we're going to do it all the way through until Halloween, until the end of the month, the book will be available on Kindle for 99 cents. So if you want to read it and maybe leave us a review and let us know what you thought of it, um, you can grab it really super cheap. And after like from the 1st of November, it will be going up to its regular price. So special offer just, you know, as part of our new release and really putting our intentions out into the world to get it into the hands of as many people who need to read it as possible by making it really accessible. Beautiful. Oh, what a lovely offer. Okay. Go out right now, do it as you're listening and (laughs) tell me how it is. Cause I absolutely want to hear everyone's experience with uh, how they relate to each chapter and the information they're receiving there. So have a wonderful new moon, wishing, powerful intention setting, grab your lunar wisdom book to go along with all of that and start journaling today. (laughs) You heard it here, Tracy, I adore you and your beautiful energy in this world. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. Thank you to everybody who's listening and happy new moon. I'm just beaming with light over here, thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. 
If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best selling book, Home of the Soul, on my website, www.coachkady.com. And remember, Katie is spelled K A D Y. While you're there, check out all of the ways to create magic in your own life, including Moon Logic Magic School spiritual coaching and options to visit the enchanted forest remember to sign up for your free monthly moon magic calendar to know when the moon is shifting and how to harness that energy to grow your business and connect with me on facebook and instagram at katie romaniolo or moonlogic.official this has been the moon magic podcast until next week i love you to the moon and back